I'm here to be an all-time great. You're now rocking with the best. Perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow. The Lakers repeat back-to-back title. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Baby. What's poppin', everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. I got a very special guest, Aaron. Aaron, man, one of my biggest supporters of the show, man. How's it going, man? I'm glad you took the time of your day to come on my show, man. It's an honor, man. Appreciate you. How's it going? It's going good, man. Can't complain. Had a good day today. Uh, I was productive, put the work in the gym, and uh, excited to be here, man. So how are the gyms out there where you stay? Uh, what's the protocols out there? Um, well, I'm in Orange County, so mm-hmm. it's basically the, you know, wear a mask. You're not limited to your time, so you're allowed to work out, stay as long as you want. So it's pretty nice. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. And everybody, wear your mask. Yes, wear your mask. And in today's show, we're going to talk about the Lakers offseason plans. But before we talk about the offseason plans, man, so Aaron... Give us your thoughts about the NBA championship experience that you watched on TV, man. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, um, your excitement. I, I couldn't believe it. It was it was one of those where you've been we've been waiting a long time. Laker Nation's been waiting a long time to get back to being a title contender and the grind of the bubble, watching them watching these guys compete and just, you know, the the aggressiveness that this game turned up. And, you know, it was just the, the championship game was just mm-hmm. everything. I couldn't believe it. It was one of those that it finally happened. And, you know, we've been struggling for so long that, you know, I just, you know, it was it was such a great moment that I'll never forget. And, you know, I'm happy that I saw the one from 10 years ago. But now we can finally, I could stop watching highlights of that and actually look forward to looking at the new stuff. So, you know, it's great. I love this team. And I love the energy these guys put out. So. Yeah, man, me too, man. My experience watching this Laker team this year, man, was a lot of excitement, a lot of passion, you know, and we're Lakers were riding high when, when we beat the Clippers in Milwaukee. Yeah. Maybe Bradley just dropped 21 points. LeBron did this thing against Giannis and Kawhi, and then pandemic hit, you know, we had to sit out for five months, six months, and then the bubble happened, and then the expectation for us was winning the championship. You know, once the championship, once with the bubble started, I did, like, the first game against Portland in the playoffs, no, it was first eight, uh, I think eight games, you know, was struggling. I was like, maybe they're going through this. It's going to make them better. First game against Portland, we got punched in the face. You know what turned our, you know what pissed off the Lakers when Damian Lillard went like this when he hit that three in that first game in the playoffs, yeah. and then that's what pissed off the Lakers. You know him dancing, you know that woke up the Lakers. So that also going through that with last ten years, 2010 was the last championship. Going through yeah. that, I was watching highlights and visualizing Lakers winning another championship and visualizing watching it in the living room. And celebrate with my family. Sure enough, it happened. And people need to put respect in LeBron, including me. You earned my respect as a Laker. Once you win a championship with the Lakers, you're part of the Laker history. So absolutely, yeah, man, I'm excited. You know what the season's going to come about. You know, speaking of the Lakers season, it's going to happen December 22nd. 
And also, too, just announced yesterday, Wojnowski, Fredericks starts on the 20th, but you can make trades and trades prior to the draft, three days prior, which is Sunday. So, mm. man, it's going to be crazy, man. So let's get into it, man. So out of the Lakers, who do you want to bring back? And also, who do you want to <laughs> put on this Laker team in free agency? Um, well, obviously, first thing is first is lock up the big guy. So, you know, give, give a nice contract to Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be pretty well well aware of the, you know, the cap, the salary cap, you know, how much money, how much money do the Lakers have? How much money can we give him that we could sign AD? We can also, I'd like to bring back Avery Bradley, especially because he was huge for our defenses here. The rotations, the on-ball defense, it was just incredible. Um I feel like once we lock up AD and we see exactly where the money is, I hope to bring back majority of the squad. Um, and, you know, possibly I, I'm not sure about JaVale McGee. You know, I, I know the free agency market's been, we've been hearing talks here and there, um, but definitely, you know, the core of the team, you know, obviously we're going to have LeBron, no worries. Um, but I feel like if we keep most of the core of the team, they're pretty good. And our defense was pretty good. And, you know, when the bubble started, mm-hmm. I feel like we weren't we weren't all synced together. I don't think we're gonna have J.R. Smith. I think he was just kind of a, you know, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a ring and I didn't play many minutes, but you know, um I you know, he contributed a little bit. So I feel like most of the core of the team from the regular season will be back. Yeah, me too, man. Now. Um like reset A D, but I already know AD's gonna opt out. Yeah. Back, probably for the two for one or one for one. So you get that super max. Because I have a feeling that once LeBron leaves, we're going to build around AD. So I feel like one for one, one for one. And then once LeBron dips, we'll bring in more players. But for me, man, I know J.R. Smith's probably not going to come back. Yeah. Jared Dudley, probably not Quinn Cook. Yeah. Probably not Dion Waiters. And who I want the Lakers to bring back, hopefully Dwight Howard. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully. Absolutely. Because Dwight Howard, man, let's get into Dwight. Man, Dwight's impact on this Lakers team in the playoffs. Worked out well. His defense, his energy, his hustle, his tenacity. He locked up the Joker at times. Oh, in yeah. That, in that West Conference Finals. You know, some people are bashing that title that Dwight has. You know, Shaq was over here saying he doesn't deserve it. He put his blood, sweat, and tears into the title. So, Shaq, I know you're a Laker legend, but, man, sometimes you say stuff that rubs people the wrong, wrong way, man. Don't disrespect Dwight. He earned that title. man. Bring back him because he can't. And let JaVel McGee go. You could possibly bring in a... Uh, Sergi Baca, you know, yeah. Sergi Baca would work well with this team. Dwight's energy, like, Dwight deserves to come back and try to win another ring with the Lakers, you know. <clears> so we'll see what happens, and KCP potentially coming back. So I trust the Lakers front office, you know. I don't, oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I trust Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, Linda Ramis, Kurt Ramis, Tim Harris, all of them in the front office, man. I trust them. So what you think, man? What do you want to see the Lakers do? <clears> I definitely – I'll touch on your – with Dwight. Um, you know, let's let's start with that the fact that we all know that 2013, the end of that year, he wasn't happy. He was playing, you know, he when he came here the first time, he wasn't playing in an offense that was built for him. We know that we should have probably had Phil Jackson and he could have stayed, potentially stayed, but you know what? That happened, life happens, and you know, it was a very bitter taste. And, you know, to see when I heard he was gonna come back, you know, at first I was kind of shocked because you know, he knows he didn't leave here on a great reputation and it says, okay, well we have an older Dwight now, you know, he's not the, he says he's not the same person. Okay. You know, talk is cheap. Let's see what you can do on the court. Let's see how you actually do. 
So playing on a you know contract that you're not even guaranteed on and actually just going out there your first few games of the year, and I was like, wow, this guy is doing the things that we wanted him to do. His back is healthy. He's not dealing with any injuries. He's not complaining. There's no issues with chemistry. And, you know, honestly, he really accepted his role pretty well. And that's, you know, the biggest thing I saw is, you know, his minutes were obviously not nowhere near what he's used to playing. But he came in there with an open mindset. And, you know, he really dominated. And he was great against Jokic, man. Like, that Western Conference Finals, he was beating him up. He was getting in his face. He was blocking shots. It was great. And I loved it. And definitely, definitely could see him possibly um, be the starting center um, this year, I like the idea of having Serge Ibaka instead of JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. I feel like McGee, you know, just didn't look right and he just didn't seem like he was himself. And I feel like, you know, it's time to part ways with McGee and look at Ibaka, who actually could shoot, I believe, 30% or more from the three uh, three point line. Mm-hmm. And his defense is great. And I think him and Howard could dominate completely. And they could be the, as we say, is the Bynum and Gasol that we used to have. So. You know, I, li- I like it. I like our chances with it. I like our chances with free agency. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm really excited to see where we can go with it. Yeah, I'm excited too, man. It's going to be interesting, man. NBA's coming back. You know, oh, yeah. like, and that's the other thing too. Let's say Dwight doesn't come back. Who do we go get to replace Dwight? Sergi Bakker is possibly also um, Norman Zoell from the Thunder. You know, yeah. he's talented. But I just feel like Lakers need to keep the core, you know, tweak some pieces. Go get Delilah Gallinari. Will work perfect. She could shoot the three. Create his own shot. Now be perfect. If you double team LeBron, kick it out to Gallinari. Be deadly, man. So and I expect the Lakers to try to trade for a shooter too. You know, and realistically, I'm gonna keep it real because I always do on my channel. Oh yeah. I expect I expect us to trade Kuzma this offseason. What do you think about that Kyle Kuzma experience for the Lakers so far? Are you high on Kyle Kuzma or like you want to get rid of him? I'm 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 one of those that you know he he just didn't perform. I don't mm-hmm. think he was performing great at all. I think that. When LeBron, I think last year before we got Anthony Davis, obviously he saw more minutes. He saw, you know, there wasn't as the veteran experience around him. But I feel like he underperformed. And I think, you know, he he really, we needed him in the playoffs. And he wasn't that Kuzma that we've seen before. Like Mm -hmm. last year we saw glimpses of Kuzma of being the aggressor and taking good shots and not rushing things. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this year he said, okay, I need to step up my game even more, but I am doing things that I'm out of my comfort zone. So honestly, I'm kind of at the point where if we have an opportunity to get a veteran guard and give up Kuzma, I'd be happy to see him go to a franchise that he could be a scorer there and he could be a starter there. Cause you know, with the way the Lakers are built right now is Kuzma will not be a starter. He will not, he's going to be always coming off the bench and I feel like his game can grow and I think it's just going to take some time. Yeah. You talking about Kuzma and you know, Kuzma's, the experiment with the Lakers did good when we had Lonzo, Brandon, yeah. Josh Hart because he, it was his offense, you know, run and gun. You know, with LeBron, kind of like he does not get in that many minutes. You know, here's a trade that I would do if I were the Lakers. What's Indiana? Give me Oladipo. I'll give you Kuzma and have a good day. Works well for both teams. We need that yeah. slasher. Victor Oladipo. If Victor Oladipo is healthy, like I know he could be, Lakers can repeat easy because Victor Oladipo. He's great. Def- yeah, great. Oh Play God. a tough defense. Great grind. Shoot that three. You know, and let's say we trade Danny Green with Kuzma and we bring back Avery Bradley and Victor Oladipo. 
If we get Victor Oladipo and have Avery Bradley in that backcourt, man, great defense in that backcourt with LeBron, AD. Oh, my Dwight God. potentially Serge Ibaka. So this Laker team could tweak the roster and get better. And we're already getting doubted. You know, they're already picking the Clippers just like they did last year. They're already picking Denver to beat us. Max Kellerman said Denver's going to beat us. They said that last year. So wow. I expected this to happen because we won in 2010. They praised us for about two weeks, and they said, oh, you can't even three-peat. You know, so it's part of the NBA, man. It's part of basketball. I'm excited for it. But it, we got to get into Rondo, too. Yeah. Rondo, oh, Rondo, yeah. Rondo. He's a huge piece. Yeah, huge piece. But if he leaves, who? what point guard would you want? We'd have to look. I, I'd have to. I'd have to really look to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, because honestly, and I think the way that I could see it is this Lakers team knows how valuable mm-hmm. Rondo is to this team. Mm-hmm. I feel like he uh, this year with him and AD had that connection that you saw when they were in New Orleans together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jeannie Buss is going to look at this opportunity to say, "Look, you know, we're not going to give you a one-year deal. We're not going to give you." a two-year deal. We're going to give you a deal where you're comfortable with Mm. because I feel like he enjoys playing out here. And, you know, LeBron loves him. And it was huge for LeBron because he could be more in the playoffs. He was more of his traditional self as a forward Mm. not coming off the ball instead of having to worry about having the ball in his hands at all times. So I feel like that if we can lock up uh, Rajan, you know, we'd be in business. Mm-hmm. And possibly, you know, he could be in the same role that he was. And I think he, he liked being with the bench and the core guys to keep that offense moving. Yeah, most definitely, man. Rondo's a big part of our team. He brushed that veteran leadership. Oh, yeah. Because I know the report that the Clippers want Rondo. And then also, this is from Mark Stein. He said the Clippers are expected to go after Rondo. And then at the bottom of the tweet, he said, Lakers fully engaged in re-signing Rondo. Mm-hmm. So if we get Rondo back, but let's hypothetically say he leaves. Um I, I can uh, I couldn't imagine he's going to the Clippers of no, all he, teams. He doesn't want to go. go he, doesn't, he doesn't want to go to the San Diego Clippers, the LA the LA Chokers. Yep. But uh, here are some players that I think Legacy should go do or go get if Rondo leaves. Derek Rose, Spencer Dewey, and possibly let Oscar Caruso start. You know, no. give him more minutes, and Horton Tucker might get more minutes because Horton Tucker played really well in the Houston series for like. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, he played great, shoot that three, play the defense. So I expect the Lakers to, okay, if Ron leaves, let's go get somebody else. If this person leaves, so I, so Lakers have options. I f- trust them, so I'm not really worried going to franchise. We got LeBron AD. You know, if you have LeBron AD, a bunch of shooters, you'll win, just like we did this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you got the two best players in the league. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like our chances against anybody. You know, we have um, – you know, I feel like the free agent market, they're definitely going to look at exploring things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of opportunities. Yes, I like Victor Oladipo a lot. His game is terrific. I think he'll blend well with the starting group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd it just be very interesting to see exactly where we go. You know, I feel like we have it. We already have our team locked in. And I feel like the minor tweaks that we make will just improve us more because there's so many people. Like, I, I looked on ESPN. I looked on... Um, the other Mark Stein and some of the other reporters and uh, everybody saying the Warriors are going to win. The Warriors are going to outschool the Clippers or the, the Warriors are going to outschool the Lakers. Lakers are not going to have a chance to repeat again. They're not that great. And it's like you got to they got to stop with doubting us because mm-hmm. we we proved a statement in the in the bubble of the environment that the, these guys were playing in, mm-hmm. the environment that they had to be away from their families and go through all the doubts and Damian Lillard with taunting the Lakers and, you know, so on. So, you know, I feel like we've proven a statement here and, 
you know, we deserve our respect. Just like LeBron said, you know, we want our damn respect. Mm. And, you know, I feel like the pieces that we're going to add to free agency, whether we're adding Oladipo, Gallinari, you know, those are great choices. And obviously bringing back the core part of the team, you know, I think that's going to really show a statement to all the networks to say, look out, like the Lakers mm. aren't going anywhere. You know, mm. we, we suffered a lot. It was a, a very brutal, very brutal last 10 years. We know we've had to deal with, you know, after Kobe's Achilles, you know, it just, everything just started to go downhill. So, you know, I feel like we're not going anywhere and, you know, the people that we're going to bring in is a good, a good group of people, no matter what. Plus you have LeBron's um, choices on, you know, who we're going to bring in along with Anthony Davis, because mm-hmm. they're both the co-captains of the team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, most definitely, man. I agree with you hundred percent, but there's other names I forgot to mention. Yeah. If, if, for, if we don't get Dillagon there, we got Jeremy Grant. Yeah, played really well with Denver. He played defense. Goes long athletic and spread the floor. And Demar Derozan too, you know, Demar Derozan with the player option. But there's rumors that we might be trading for Demar Derozan. We might give up Kuzma, Danny Green. We'll see. You know, like we'll see. And also there's uh, Joe Harris from Brooklyn. He can shoot the three. And also Evan Fournier. So there's all types of free agents Lakers can go get. You know. Um, yeah. What's his name? Gordon Dragic is a free agent. You know, Serge Ibaka, like we mentioned. You know, Mar- Marquise Morris. We get another Marquise Morris brother over there in L.A. So, the Lakers have potential. But everybody Laker Nation, stop with the Devin Booker rumors. We're not getting him. No, he's not going anywhere. He's he, not going it, anywhere. Phoenix would be stupid to try and give him up. He is he is their he is their Steve Nash. Yes. They've, wait, they've waited a long time for, mm-hmm. for somebody to take over that franchise. When Nash left, they let then they let Dragic go and look what he did. Look what he did with Miami. I mean, mm. he found a home in Miami. I don't think Miami's even gonna let him go. I think that they have somebody now that could be as good, if not, you know, as bet as good as Dwayne Wade's team was when he was there. And that team's gonna go a long ways. And, you know, it it'll be very interesting to see exactly, you know, who we're gonna get. You know, I've heard all, I've heard also the names thrown out there is that they want to bring back Boogie Cousins. And, you know, I've heard that out there. So, mm. you know, it's like, okay, do we take a chance of bringing him back? Okay, but if we bring him back, you know, what is he going to want? Because he might want to start too, because that was the original plan. You know, we weren't even talking about Howard until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. And um, if, we bring, if we bring back Cousins, I would say JaVale McGee, go. Yeah, and bring back the white. I don't know, but if the Lakers say, here's the thing about the Lakers, they're, they're they have a championship can team. I have a feeling I want to be, not be surprised if they say, okay, let's bring the troops back and let Javel McGee go and bring somebody to fill Javel McGee and just run it with the same role players that we had last year. I would not be surprised. No, me you know, either. I, I would not be surprised because we can still win the championship. And here's the thing, I want to bring up. Speaking of the season, December twenty second. As a Laker fan, I expect the Lakers to load a management LeBron James this year. What do you think? Um, because of the start and, you know, the shortage of, what is it, 72-something days that we've mm-hmm. been off, I feel like LeBron is going to be sitting out. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to have his games where they're going to put a minute restriction on him. You know, probably no more than maybe 34 minutes at mm-hmm. that. And then mm-hmm. if they have to play back-to-back, he doesn't play. And may possibly Davis start gets a little bit of a rest too because it you know it's just not fair. I think it's not fair for what the league is doing, mm-hmm. but I get it. It's for TV, mostly it's for TV that they're doing this for. 
but I would not be surprised to see LeBron getting rest. Yeah, same here. And we have AD, so we have we can do that. You know, and I'm, I know I know I wasn't a fond of load management. Yeah, me I've done it, but you only have seventy two days of an off season, man, and you have to restart up. And LeBron, I heard saw a report. This was on the rumor mill and Twitter. You know, yeah, Twitter always retweets and sends me things. So oh, I saw okay. it, and they said LeBron was pissed off about not playing. And then today, I saw another report that. He's okay with it. At the end of the day, it is what it is. We just gotta, you know, just gotta face it and just play. You know, it sucks that we can't start in January because I wanted them to start in January so they could get more rest. You know, because here's the thing: they're talking about this championship that the Lakers just won is an abstract. It's not. They're only no. saying it because it's the Lakers. If the Clippers would have won, they said, "Oh, they deserve it." If Milwaukee would have won, they would they would have said they deserve it. If they would have, if mine would have beat the Lakers, they would have said, "Oh, mommy deserved it." So. It's not an asterisk. So Pat Riley, because Pat, Pat Riley said this Lakers championship is an asterisk. No, it's not. They still finished no. the season. They finished the season. We got the ring. We got the trophy. And I'm getting my replica trophy in January. It's going to be delivered here to my house. So There we go. Yep. It's, and then um, I'm going to get another one because we're going to repeat. I have all the confidence in the Lakers to get this done. You know, I have all the high praise for the Lakers because we're champions. Like, we're, we're the team to beat. We got a bullet eye on our back. Like, okay. Lakers won it, and now let's go try to beat them. You know, I know Golden State's going to be up there, you know, try to get players because they could trade that pick and package it. I heard Bradley Beal. Yeah. That's not going to work because no. three shooters, you may have to trade Draymond Green. And let's say hypothetically that happens and they give it Draymond Green. Don't be surprised if Washington buys out Draymond Green and we get him. So, <laughs> so there's all types yeah. of speculation and hype, you know. But yeah. it's crazy, man. It's going to be crazy off season, you know, and – uh the draft, too, is coming up, too. The NBA draft, you know, I just know LaMelo Ball is probably trying to go number one, you know, or of course. Golden State. You know, LaMelo Ball is really talented, but LaVar Ball always talking again. Oh, my son needs to go to Detroit. My son, let LaVar Ball, let let LaMelo do his thing. Yeah. You and know, you let know, him do his uh, thing, man. He's a, grown, he's a grown-ass man. Yeah, he is. And, you know, it's 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 the same thing that he's trying to do that he did Alonzo. And that's mm-hmm. where that's – where, he stuck Lavar stuck his foot in the wrong areas, and he got yelled at by the Lakers ownership and the management to say, "Look, like let your son make his own decisions. He's part of us. He's not part of you." When he was before he got in the league, yeah, he you could tell him whatever he wants to do, but in the end, you know, same thing now with Lamelo, is he's just got to find his own path. He yep. can't let you can't let your dad, who has his big baller brand company, <laughs> control yourself. And, you know, it's and that's the that's the worst part about it that I see. And, you know, his dad was mad because I guess supposedly LaMelo signed with Puma. Yeah, I see. And, that, and that, that's on the next yeah. episode of the Ball of Family. I watched that show. I ain't gonna lie. I watched that Ball of Family. But sometimes it's interesting. I, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I felt LaVar Ball tries to control the son. And it's not cool. Let him grow up. Let him do their thing, man. It's like that's why Lonzo has a lot of ankle injuries because of those big baller brand shoes didn't. Like the, it wasn't good to play basketball on him. Yeah, uh, even, he left. Even, mm-hmm, he left. Le- yeah, he left. He left them, and uh, he's doing his own thing, you know. And it's just crazy, you know. Lamella Ball has is better than Lonzo, in my opinion, because he can score better than Lonzo. So it's going to be interesting. Minnesota might get um that one center for his name from Georgia, number one. So it's going to be all types of trades and stuff. I'm excited, man. You know, so. I did a trade thing on Trade Machine on ESPN, Lakers and Wizards. Really? Um, I traded Kuzma 
Danny Green, Alex Caruso, and uh, Giannis's brother for Bradley Bill, and it worked. Would you be custom to give up all those assets for Bradley Bill? That's a okay. That's a lot to give up, mm-hmm. and you know, like. You know, Bradley Beal, don't get me wrong, he's a terrific player. Mm-hmm. But and you know that they're gonna want they're gonna want a whole bunch of things from the Lakers, pieces from them in order to trade one guy. I feel like I feel like personally that that's a lot to give up. And you know, you have to really say, Okay, well, if we did this, like do we have these veterans that we're gonna take in their place? And, you know, obviously there's conversations that we could talk about is about Danny Green, you know, who has been through everything. You know, he you know, I felt so bad for the guy because he was getting threats. He was getting threats by him and his uh, fiance, Mm -hmm. you know, just because he wasn't playing great. But not many people, you know, took him for, you know, what he is. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it before when he was in San Antonio, his clutch threes, his clutch threes in Toronto. You know, you just have a bad year and, you know, that's fine. You know, people, you know, you're either going to be dealing with some injuries, nagging injuries. that's going to throw off your rhythm. And, you know, I feel like that's what happened to him. Um, I feel like we should keep him. I feel like Danny Green deserves another year because I think he's got a two year deal. I think mm-hmm. this was a two year deal or three. And, you know, I feel like he's going to be a better, you know, better scorer. Um, you know, his defense will be better this year. And, you know, when he's not dealing with Achilles pain and he's not dealing with a hip that's messed up, you know, he's going to be more of the Danny Green, I feel like, that we know because he had some good games for us this year. Yeah, he did, man. Danny Green had that dunk against Atlanta with the putback. Yeah. LeBron hit that three or missed yeah. that three. He came in and boom. I, th- I think at the end of the day, I think them being, think them being in the bubble um, kind of like threw him off the Danny Green's rhythm because Danny Green said, he felt depressed in there and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, not being being away from your family for, I think, three months will take a toll, you know. So I understand. You know, Dan Green was just, you know, missing him. You know, I guarantee you. Because here's the thing about Dan Green. To me, this is my personal opinion. He thrives off the fans. If the fans are getting excited, he'll start making threes. Yeah. And I noticed that about Danny Green, you know. That's just my personal opinion, man. You yeah. Know, so. It's gonna be interesting to see what we do. And it, and they, Danny Green said on this podcast, like if he like or Shannon, he understands it's the business. He ain't gonna cry, you know. He ain't gonna mope, you know. He's just gonna go somewhere and play play over there, you know. He's not gonna cry. It's a business. A lot of these players around the league get butt hurt when they get traded. It's part of basketball, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're gonna keep him. Um, I feel like that they're gonna see how he does to start next year, you know, or next. I guess in the next few months. Um, you know, to see exactly where his body's at. I've been seeing him working out, you know, I've seen little clips of him shooting threes, you know, working out, doing other things. So, you know, it's good to see him finding his rhythm and, you know, I hope he's healthy, you know, I hope he's feeling better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like not having the bubble environment this year, this Mm -hmm. coming season is going to help him out because, you know, I feel like he, he was pretty good for us. You know, the put out the Atlanta, the Atlanta games, you know the the Clippers night that we the we played each other. He hit some big three pointers for us, and you know maybe he is just a guy that you know goes off of the fans, and that's okay too. You know it's mm-hmm. just he deserves respect. Mm-hmm. You know he's a, he is a good defensive you know guard, mm-hmm. and he could shoot. And you know I think he he deserves his respect, and I feel like that Laker fans will acknowledge it more. If he's healthy and he's playing like the way we know he is, 
Yeah, most definitely, man. Dan Green's the champion. He's been a part of the champ. Yeah. He's been a part of the championship pedigree with Toronto, San Antonio. You know, so it's, it's he just had a bad year, like you said, man. You know what I mean? But uh, before we get on on here, what would like? Give me your top three best plays of the season of the Lakers. Oh man, let's see. Um, well, we have um, AD. Obviously, I have to go with Anthony Davis's clutch three to win the game in the playoffs. Man, that was unbelievable. Um, Danny Green's putbacks right up there, probably number two. And um, I'd say I think LeBron's game winner. He had he hit like a thirty foot three. I think it was against the Clippers, mm-hmm. and just drill like just took the life out of that team. Mm-hmm. And you know. You know, I feel like I feel like you're just gonna see more of that, mm-hmm. and you know, so that's I would say that's my top. Yeah, for me, man, the AD three man, and here's the crazy thing: I should have recorded it, but I didn't. I was watching it on TV. Yeah. And I looked at this behind me, the Kobe poster picture frame, and I said, "Kobe, we need you." Sure enough, AD hit that shot, and I said, "Like even when he was in the air, I said, Kobe." <laughs> You know, and I ran out, go, of house, yeah. ran out of the house screaming, yelling, and yeah. I was running down the whole, my whole neighborhood screaming, yelling, and the neighbors like, "What's going on?" I go, "Lakers just hit the game winner." He's like, "They're like hell yeah!" So it's just that's number one for me. Number two, it's it's before the pandemic. Alex Crusoe's dunk when LeBron and uh, Dwight Howard came in when he dunked it, everybody started jumping behind him. Oh, yeah. see that play against Detroit like that oh, one, yeah. and. Um, when LeBron who was hitting those threes against San Antonio back to back and he shot it and then fell, screaming and yelling, man. And also too, one more bonus one. When um Alice Caruso blocked Lonzo Ball. Yes. That absolutely. was my favorite play by you know, that that was ooh man, I got hyped for that one. My cousin was at that game too. He saw it live. So he oh, said yeah. uh it was crazy, you know. I that was honestly and Thinking about that one now, you know, I I could I could see it in my head, and honestly, I'd add that one even to mine too, because you know, just it just showed everybody Caruso's ability to just say, you know what, I don't care who I'm guarding, I will go up there and do every attempt I can to block that shot, and that was a clean block too, and mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of a statement of just saying, you know, get out of my way, like, so I feel like feel like we got a lot to see with, from this team. And to see where free agency goes, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's just going to be really interesting to see what pieces we add, or honestly, do we keep majority of the team and just tweak little pieces here and there? Yeah, most definitely, man. And before I get up on here, I got real quick, Laker fans, if we go zero and four, zero and five, don't say fire Frank Vogel, don't bat, don't panic, because at the end of the day, like I would not be surprised if we sh- keep a real struggle for a little bit and then ramp it up again. And turn it up, you know, because they've been off for what seventy-two days. Why not be surprised if they struggle for a little bit and then bounce back? That because you know, if you're off for seventy-one days and play organized basketball, you're gonna have like bumps and bruises, and you know, that's what I feel. What about you? Do you think Lakers gonna struggle coming out the gate December twenty-second, or do you think they're gonna punch for the fences? I feel I feel like at least game one, the first game of the the night that we get the rings and the you know the banner comes up, we're gonna win that game. And, you know, I feel like that we're going to have our games where we just look a little tired, where we just look lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yes, you know, I'll even reiterate that is no matter what, no matter how we start, nobody should be saying to fire Frank Vogel. Because in the end, it's not his fault. It's mm-hmm. not the team's fault that we are starting the season early. It's the league. It's because of TV. 
They need they need their money, and we all know Christmas Day, ABC and ESPN get their most money for the whole season mm-hmm. because of what do they have like eight games, nine games on the yeah. on, on the mm-hmm. channel. So, you know they're they're doing this so they can get so they can re- reiterate you know how the games are being broadcasted, get their get the money's worth, and you know ultimately you know I think we're gonna have an okay. I think we're gonna be okay. You know it might be a little a little little shaky. The first half, but I feel like we'll be, we'll turn it around. It's not about how you start; it's about how you finish. finish. Like I, yep, and the Lakers are gonna do their thing. But Aaron, man, be, go ahead and give out your social media, man, so they can follow you, man. Always, dude. It's been a it's been a pleasure being on here, man. Appreciate it. Look forward to more. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Take care. All right, take care.